enlightened and Christianized community shall have, on the shores of Africa, laws, language, and literature drawn from among us, may then the scenes of the house of bondage be to them like the remembrance of Egypt to the Israelite, a motive of thankfulness to him who hath redeemed them. For, while politicians contend, and men are swerved this way and that by conflicting tides of interest and passion, the great cause of human liberty is in the hands of one of whom it is said, He shall not fail nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth. He shall deliver the needy when he crieth, the poor and him that hath no helper. He shall redeem their soul from deceit and violence, and precious shall their blood be in his sight. Chapter 1 In which the reader is introduced to a man of humanity. Late in the afternoon of a chilly day in February, two gentlemen were sitting alone over their wine in a well-furnished dining parlor in the town of P. in Kentucky. There were no servants present, and the gentlemen, with chairs closely approaching, seemed to be discussing some subject with great earnestness. For convenience sake we have said hitherto two gentlemen. One of the parties, however, when critically examined, did not seem, strictly speaking, to come under the species. He was a short, thick-set man, with coarse, commonplace features, and that swaggering air of pretension which marks a low man who is trying to elbow his way upward in the world. He was much overdressed, in a gaudy vest of many colors, a blue neckerchief, bedropped gaily with yellow spots, and arranged with a flaunting tie, quite in keeping with the general air of the man. His hands, large and coarse, were plentifully bedecked with rings, and he wore a heavy gold watch-chain, with a bundle of seals of potentous size, and a great variety of colors attached to it, which, in the ardor of conversation, he was in the habit of flourishing and jingling, with evident satisfaction." His conversation was in free and easy defiance of Murray's grammar, and was garnished at convenient intervals with various profane expressions which not even the desire to be graphic in our account shall induce us to transcribe. His companion, Mr. Shelby, had the appearance of a gentleman, and the arrangements of the house and the general air of the housekeeping indicated easy and even opulent circumstances. As we before stated, the two were in the midst of an earnest conversation. "'That is the way I should arrange the matter,' said Mr. Shelby. "'I can't make trade that way. I positively can't, Mr. Shelby,' said the other, holding up a glass of wine between his eye and the light. "'Why, the fact is, Haley, Tom is an uncommon fellow. He is certainly worth that sum anywhere. Steady, honest, capable, manages my whole farm like a clock.' "'You mean, honest as niggers go,' said Haley, helping himself to a glass of brandy. "'No, I mean really. Tom is a good, steady, sensible, pious fellow. He got religion at a camp meeting four years ago, and I believe he really did get it. I've trusted him since then with everything I have—money, house, horses—and let him come and go round the country.' and I always found him true and square in everything. "'Some folks don't believe they're as pious niggers, Shelby,' said Haley, with a candid flourish of his hand. "'But I do.' 
I had a fellow now, in this here last lot I took to Orleans. "'Twas as good as a meetin'. Now, really, to hear that critter pray. And he was quite gentle and quiet-like. He fetched me a good sum, too. For I bought him cheap of a man that was obliged to sell out. So I realized six hundred on him. Yes, I consider religion a valuable thing in a nigger, when it's the genuine article and no mistake. Well, Tom's got the real article, if ever a fellow had, rejoined the other. Why, last fall I let him go to Cincinnati alone to do business for me, and bring home five hundred dollars. Tom, says I to him, I trust you, because I think you're a Christian. I know you wouldn't cheat. Tom comes back, sure enough, I knew he would. Some low fellows, they say, said to him, Tom, why don't you make tracks for Canada? Ah, master trusted me, and I could not. They told me about it.